Hello, welcome to Comic Book Junto. Yeah. <clears throat> That's <laughs> do over. <laughs> let, let, let's start this. You know what? No, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. We're showing the humanity. I think it's important that everybody knows that we're people too. Yeah. Like we, <laughs> yeah. we can try and fail and get back up again. Ah, uh, first you don't succeed, just keep recording. You, 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 try that again. Pick that up. Okay. From the top. Hello, and welcome to Comic Book Junto. Oh! Episode number three. <laughs> felt good. Woo! <laughs> we did it. Adam, we're, we're actually in the same room right now. Yeah, this is a first. Uh, yeah. The last time that we recorded, we were in the same building, but not in the same room. I was actually in a telephone booth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I caught you while you were uh, turning into Superman. Yeah, and I was like, hey, excuse me. I'm busy right now. Getting dressed for work here. I'll sit down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me a minute trying to do something. Every time we've recorded, it's been, uh, uh, it's like a, l- a little bit of progress, a little bit closer. Right. And I yeah. think this is, this is the peak. We actually did it. We we're actually we're sharing it. a room right now. This is a this is a good thing. This it's is a good bad. thing. We got little beverages. We've got chocolate covered pretzels, uh-huh. which we probably shouldn't be eating on air. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't think that's what the, I don't think that's what the people want from <laughs> no, us. These microphones are too good. Yeah. For that business. Awesome, man. How's the week been? Uh, it's been good. It's it's uh, it's a busy week. Uh, I I have a stack of comics that I haven't read from last week, mm-hmm. which is like a moral. A moral problem. It's a moral issue for you. Yeah, because today is Wednesday. I go to pick up new books, and I'm thinking, like, I got books at home, like, in a pile on my coffee table that I haven't finished yet. And that's how I know that I'm getting a little busy because I'm I'm falling behind on my stack. Uh, I wasn't even able to go buy anything at all. Nothing? I I didn't didn't get a chance to. Yeah. We're We're busy people. Yeah. But we have to stay on top. Because who else is going to guide people through this right. this landscape? Yeah, somebody's got to be the uh, Jiminy Cricket to this whole comic book experience. This yeah, geek experience. Yeah. So this is, that is the burden that we bear. How are we both Jiminy Cricket though? How does that work? Uh, there's there's another character like Jiminy Cricket, Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or, I'm Jiminy or, Cricket, right? Or, exactly. Or, exactly. Or, uh, so we got Jiminy Cricket, we got Tinkerbell, we got Alfred. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that should have been the first one. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Alfred's the first one. Like, oh, is there si- is there anybody at all who has a sidekick character? Anybody? Oh yeah, Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket, like, was- not the first sidekick. <laughs> right. I would think of. He's the moral compass, though. He's like Pinocchio. Listen, I'm trying to break this down for you. Okay. Yeah. You got some options. I'm trying to direct you here. Yeah. Maybe go this way instead of that. Way. Jarvis, Iron Man. Yeah. Jarvis. Yeah. Jarvis is AI though. Does he really count? Yeah, I think he counts. I think he. I, I swear, I think Jarvis has as much personality, if not more, than Alfred. How do you get what? Yeah. Wait, hold on. I just said that Jarvis has more personality than Alfred. Potentially, as much, if not more. Which Alfred? Did you, when you think Alfred, when you when you think Alfred, who do you see? <sighs> I'm thinking uh, Saturday morning cartoons. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm thinking Batman cartoons. When you hear Alfred, who do you hear? Like, whose voice do you hear when you read it? The cartoons. Yeah, it's, man. It's that voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, like, snobby a little bit. Like, I love uh, uh, The Dark Knight, Alfred. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'm going to blank on his name as I'm trying to think about it. 
I don't remember his name either, but oh I know you're talking God. about in front of the movies you're talking, right? Yes. Yeah, and uh Michael. Mike I can't Michael Caine. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna go to Michael Google. Michael Caine. Why well, do this when we have Google right in front of us? The point is is I love him as Alfred. <laughs> hear the facts. But it's not that's not what I'm thinking about. I th- I I hear I think about Alfred a la like nineties mm-hmm. cartoon. Yeah. So that's that's the Alfred that I'm thinking about. There's not a lot happening with that Alfred. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he's kind of like he's a neutral moral compass yeah um so yeah i'm I'm saying jarvis i think has more personality okay so when you put it that way yeah jarvis has more sass yeah does it wait yeah from the movies i'm thinking yeah 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 and he jarvis was characterized really well in the movies yeah now jarvis is okay i was gonna go spoilers but who hasn't seen like um the latest avengers the most recent one yeah i i feel as though like that what you are about to reveal or talk about mm-hmm. was just like the crux of the whole plot. I don't, I don't know if that's a spoiler. Although in your world, you avoid yes all information. So this, so this, <laughs> so actually, that that kind of that kind of leads us into what we're You're talking like, about. I, I don't want to know who's making the film. I don't want to know what the release date is. I don't even want to know. I want to accidentally show up at the movie theater and sit down in a room where apparently Iron Man's playing. Oh, they put another one out. <laughs> Dang. Cool. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, so that brings us to kind of what we're going to be talking about today, which is going to be interesting um, to talk about what we're excited about yeah. um, in TV and the movies and geek culture for 2016. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's hard for me, especially because <laughs> I try to avoid this information as much as possible. So I yes. need just enough yeah. to know if I care. And then... I try to drop off the face of the earth, but how do you have a podcast talking about it? Uh, that and, that's and that is your question to answer. That's my, my that's my that burden to bear. Your question. I to might answer. have to take an L for for the sake of the people that we are serving. Well, I I want to know how you know when you have reached enough information to say, yeah, I want to see that, or no, I don't. Trailer number one. That's it. And I was going to that. Like if if trailer number one doesn't sell you, then that's it. I'm going to tell you the truth. I did not watch not one Hateful Eight trailer. None. I heard Quentin Tarantino's making a movie. I'm going. Done. Yeah. Done. Okay. You know? Yeah. Now, I couldn't resist watching the Batman v Superman trailer. Yeah. Like, but I watched. Were like, so, there are a lot of those trailers. Now, I've, I've, I saw the first kind of like teaser one, and then yeah. I saw the actual one that came on, the, like the night show. Yeah. And then after that, I've I've seen nothing. But I guess we can start there. We can start with... Batman v Superman, which is coming out in March. Yes. So, how do you feel about Batman v Superman? Uh, full disclosure: mm-hmm. can't stand Zack Snyder as a director. I know this about you. Uh, yeah, like I just want to level with you here. Yeah, I hate him. Uh, I don't like his work. I, um, I I was not excited about this. Hate is such a strong word. Adam. It is. It is. But the, the thing is, is I feel like. His movies rob a lot of my favorite things mm-hmm. from from me. Like, um, oh, I love Watchmen, and I see the Watchmen movie, mm-hmm. and there's there, there's a, a major essence that is missing that has been taken out, and it's like somehow more sad and more cheesy hmm. than the comic book originally was. Okay, like, how, how do you manage that? And it's it doesn't. It's not okay to say, I'm just going to take the panels from the book and turn them into scenes in a movie, right. and it's just going to work. 
Okay. It doesn't work that way. I, I don't think it works that way. The medium is the message. That's mm-hmm. Marshall McLuhan philosophy right there. The medium. Tell me more about the medium is the message. The medium is the message. The, the, the way in which the message is prepared, how it is delivered and okay. expressed, mm-hmm. is a very large piece of, if not the most important part of the message. Right. So when you make a comic book, it is a comic book, and it succeeds or fails as a comic book. Yes. And when you take a comic book and turn it into a movie, it is a totally different medium, and it has to abide by different rules. Right. It can't just translate one-to-one. It doesn't work that way. And do you think that, you think that he translates one-to-one? I think to he one? tries. Like, three, okay, 300. Take okay. 300. Zach I like Snyder a lot. Yeah, and, the, and it, was, it was interesting because it was, like, one of the first super stylized comic book adaptation movies mm-hmm. and i think succeeded because it was the, it, as one of the first we hadn't seen that kind of style before right as a film it was pretty vapid and shallow but it looked really dope it looked fantastic it did um but it's it's not the same it doesn't carry the same heart like i think very few people have read frank miller's 300 i actually read it after i watched the com- watched watched the movie and what did you think um, I thought it was cool, but I think it was different for me because I had the movie first. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. I didn't go into the movie knowing that the movie was based on a comic book. I didn't, you know, and I kind of read the comic book going, oh, uh, as an, oh, there's a comic based off. Oh, I didn't know that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. So sure. I didn't really, it didn't really affect my experience too much. I really enjoyed 300. I, I, I really liked that movie. I think I saw it multiple times in the theater. It was, it was right. a fun movie to watch. Right. But. That I think a lot of the successes of that movie come from the fact that 300 is this very kinetic story, and Zack Snyder was able to super stylized action make those panels breathe and move mm-hmm. and like gush blood. Like mm-hmm. blood was practically literally gushed. The blood was a character. I, yeah. Like it was. It was. It was everywhere. It was mm-hmm. in everything. And I feel like that succeeds. Something as dense as... Uh, Batman v. Superman? Batman v. Superman. And also, um, uh, he did Man of Steel. Zack Snyder yeah. did Man of Steel. Yeah. Like, it's just not... You think... So, are you saying that you think that there's too much to actually cover and that's not his... Yeah. There's, and they, there's too much story to tell and storytelling is not his strong suit. Visuals yeah. are his strong suit. I would say so. It, like I he, get that. And also, I would say, you know, you and I covered this a little bit uh, in, in a previous episode, mm-hmm. that television shows in a, like a serial format for yeah. comics works really well yeah. because you get a little bit closer to that serialized storytelling mm-hmm. rather than trying to cram all of that into one like yeah. short piece. Like the Watchmen movie, that, that is an impossible task. That is an impossible task to be able to take 12 issues of that comic book and turn it into a two and a half hour long movie. Yeah. That was not a comfortable thing. Right. And it, and, and it didn't work. It didn't, it didn't work. Well, it also does sucker punch. Okay. You, you didn't we, like sucker punch. Can we just acknowledge the elephant in the room and say the sucker punch is not, that's not good. That is not good. I remember I don't not, want that on my resume. I, <laughs> you don't, or you do? No. You don't want that on your This resume. is coming from Jupiter Ascending number one super fan. Right. As, as, we, as we learned in the uh, no. Hateful Eight one shot, yeah. Adam's favorite movie of all time is <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. No, 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 no. The best movie of oh, all time. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Yeah. Clear difference. Got to get it right. Yeah. 
But now, now talk to me about what we see with Batman v Superman in that trailer because I kind of get what you're saying about, all right, what do the people want? Mm-hmm. They want action. I'm going to deliver you action. That's what we saw in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Batman versus Superman from the trailer. Mm-hmm. It does kind of look like, you know, all you all you see from the trailer is smash, 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 smash. Yeah, of course. But yeah. what's the story? I saw some story in the trailer yeah. that had me excited. Yeah. You know, I saw the real way that you could say these. this is why these two people have beef. Because that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing these two guys have a real legitimate problem with one another yeah. that flushes itself out. We see why Clark Kent would have a problem with Batman. We see why Bruce Wayne would have a problem with Superman. I'll highlight that. Why? Well, if you've watched Man of Steel, spoilers, um, I mean, we're many moons gone now, so sure. if you don't want to hear about it, turn this off or Let fast rip. forward. Um Man of Steel, we see one of the biggest beasts with Man of Steel is how Superman destroyed Metropolis. Yes. Superman destroyed Smallville. Mm-hmm. And that's some of the that's some of my only criticism. It's just got to the point where it was like, my goodness. I mean, like, there's like reckless abandon. Like he doesn't care about anybody. Yeah. That's a very un-Superman thing. And this is coming from you being that you are a person who says, I'm going to listen to your story. Right. The director. Right. I'm going to listen to the story that you're telling me. And that and that was and that was the main criticism that I walked away with. Like, this is cool. I'm not mad about most of this stuff but the one thing that was kind of just like in the criticism of the storytelling is like smash 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 and even the general zod thing that wasn't really an issue for me yeah but the issue was all this destruction and then there's almost the next scene we're in the daily planet yeah and we're smiling everything's fine and it's kind of like what what what, what, huh like you didn't you didn't address any of that but it seems like in batman v superman we are going to address that we're going to address the fallout of a guy who's doing the right thing in his mind, but despite doing the right thing, you cause huge amounts of destruction. Yeah. And Bruce Wayne is over in Gotham like, yo, can't yo, cannot do that. Whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. What's going on here? We can't just can't just let this guy blow up all kinds of buildings and destroy Wayne Towers and yo, he gotta get checked. Like we can't just let this dude run wild. Yeah. You know, this guy's a god, and that goes right in line with what a Batman Bruce Wayne type character would say. A guy who's wilding out and who has created legitimate struggle. He's not being a jerk. This is a legitimate point. Like and this is the point that the fans made. Yeah. So it seems like they took that point and said, okay, let's make a story out of it. And I see how Clark Kent kind of being the good guy, kind of being the Boy Scout would go, you got this freaking vigilante running around burning people in the chest and breaking arms and dropping people off the sides of buildings. We, you, 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 that's, not, that's not okay. Yeah. So I get how Clark Kent would not like Batman and I get how... Bruce Wayne would not like Superman and how they would use their alter egos to actually engage with one another, not knowing about each other. Yeah. And that would cause real beef. So, okay. I'm, I, I see where you're coming from. And I, I remember after man of steel, I, I did not like man of steel. I really did not like man mm-hmm. of steel. Uh, but I remember afterward, um, somewhere on the internet, I had read the rumor that potentially the next time they made a movie, the, the Batman versus Superman one was going to be, like Lex, Lex Luthor coming at Superman and saying, really, you trust this fool? And he decimated mm-hmm. your world, your city and mm-hmm. everything. And, mm-hmm. and that would create this really great, like villainy opportunity to say right. like, 
cast this person away. You, yeah. How can how can we feel protected by this person? He destroyed our livelihood. Yeah. Uh, so which I, is a legit point? That is a very legit point, and I, I, I accept in real, that. In real life, imagine that. Imagine someone comes barreling through Sinner City going, ta-da, I saved you guys. And we're like, if you don't get the F, like, you just destroyed Sinner City. Yeah. Yeah, but this guy was going to kill you. Well, you might as well let him. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where he am I going to live now? Yeah. He, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole Can you imagine movie. Philadelphia especially? They'd be like, get out of here. Like, we would not be yeah. cool, with, cool with that. I think that could... Uh, that could potentially happen in Philadelphia, and Philadelphians would just rise up against, <laughs> like send them back right. to Krypton. Like, yeah, you got to like, go get, there. Get out. Get out. Get out of here. What, what are you, from New York or something? Get uh, out of here. We don't do that here. Yeah. He'd be like, no, I'm from another planet. Yeah, like, go, 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 go. Yeah. I would watch that. I would be a part of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would be a part of that angry mob. Yeah. But I, okay, so uh, Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. At first, I was not excited about it because Zack Snyder. Yeah. And then I saw the trailer. Where Wonder Woman shows up, mm-hmm. and Doomsday shows up, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, Man of Steel was very- abomination shows up. Yeah, yeah. I, I okay. <laughs> I, it, that was a that was just a, a slip of the tongue. Right. I had said the wrong name. Yeah. This was this was years ago. <laughs> this was years ago. This is in the distant past. Right. Uh, I don't know why you got to bring that back up My to bad. haunt me. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doomsday shows up. Yeah. Uh, and. Man of Steel was depressing mm-hmm. and kind of like it, it was somber and it was just like, man, no hope. It, it, it was gray. Everything was gray. Mm-hmm. It seems like that's kind of Zack Snyder's like yeah. thing. That's his tone. And when I saw all of this like bonkers stuff happening in the new trailer for mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman, I started yeah. thinking, oh, maybe he loosened up a little bit. This looks very silly. This looks like he is embracing silliness. Right. I can get behind that. You can get behind silly. I can get behind that. Okay. Like a, a tonal change. Because Man of Steel, I didn't care for it because it was, it was too damn dark, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I went to see it with my dad. My dad is the person who gave me love for Superman. He he loves Lois and Clark. Right. Smallville. Supergirl. I mean, he's he's a super fan. But he likes all the light stuff. Like all the happy stuff. The fun stuff. The suit. The cape flying around. Yeah. Kryptonite. Like all that cheesy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that stuff too. And I saw Man of Steel with my dad. And walking out of there, you look at my dad's face. That was the face of a man who was like not happy with the way things are in 2014 <laughs> yeah. when that came out. Because like, he was like, this? I don't know why they had to make it so sad. Hmm. You know, it's like, right. and yeah. I'm sure that affects like, you. Like, Dad, I'm sorry they did this to you. Yeah, exactly. I'll get you, Jack I felt, I, I felt like I, I felt like I, I, I was, I felt guilty. Like if he was uh, a Zach big, like, my dad. if he was a big Bugs Bunny fan, I'm like, you want to see the Bugs Bunny movie? Cool. And we sit down. And it's like, oh man, Bugs was addicted to heroin the whole no, time. No, no, you can't do like, that. To I me. can't believe that happened. I'm sorry, Dad. Yeah. That's basically you what can't, took place. You can't, you can't put Bugs on heroin. No. And you can't make Superman like less cheesy, less fun. Like you rob all the fun stuff, the cool stuff, okay. the good stuff. I, I didn't mean, like that. I had a very emotional we, we reaction. See Warner, we see what Warner is going with these movies. They're creating a universe, and their universe is darker. Well, that's why I'm happy to see other characters because you mm-hmm. know the, the more like bombastic stuff you introduce, and the more you kind of let go of trying to explain it. I think. Right. I mean, like I, I cannot wait. Until they have to explain Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, where did you come from? She's like, I'm an Amazon. 
You what? There we have it. And that's from that. where? She's like, I'm, I'm an Amazon. Yeah. I'm a, a, a daughter of Zeus. What's up? Whole tribe of us. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Or she's like, oh, just j- jokes. I'm actually from Brooklyn. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't. You can't explain that away. And that's, I'm excited to see that because I'm, I feel like that means they get to embrace a little, a little of the fun stuff a little more. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm ready for that. Yeah. So, so are you in or are you out on this movie? I'm in begrudgingly. I think you have to be in. I don't think you have a choice. Like, I don't. Mandatory. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the station that I keep. <laughs> right. But uh, I'm I th- I think I'm I'm slowly changing over from disdain for this movie to you know having a little bit of I'm I'm ready for it. it. Looks like a cartoon. I'm ready for it. I'm excited. I'm ready to buy action figures, all kinds of stuff. Really? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Batman's my guy. I know. And you know? you're you're cool with Affleck as as Batman and I think ba- like he's I doing think, you right. I think Ben Affleck looks more like Bruce Wayne than anybody else we've had. Yeah. You know, and I think seeing him in the suit. Now, of course, this is a 2016 version of the suit. Yeah. So this is the most comic book looking version of the suit we've seen. I can deal with it. You know what I mean? So he's big enough. He's tall enough. He's got, you know, he looks like Batman. Yeah. It doesn't like I don't think Christian Bale looks like Batman in the suit. Yeah. I I don't think that Christian Bale looks like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know, like they don't look like the character. If you. Like the build, you know, when you think of, we talked about Batman animated series, uh, that kind of boxy, broad shouldered. Yep. That's Ben Affleck. Yeah. So that's that. All right. Well, how about uh, other movies that are coming out in the DC universe? What about Suicide Squad? Very excited about that because Fury was a really, really good movie. Same director. Same director. Uh, Suicide Squad is David Ayer. Uh, Dave, I think David Ayer is his name. August. It comes out August 5th. Um, I believe we can check while we're talking, but checking now it's August 5th, but ultimately, um, suicide squad looks really, really good, especially because fury was like a, almost a team movie. You know what I mean? It's like, we've got this team. We're going to take this team out to war and we're going to tell the story in, in the process of doing so. So I didn't know any of those characters in fury. I'd never met any of them, you know, but he told such a great story. Yeah. It's August 5th, 2016. Yeah. Um, so when we think about characters that I kind of halfway care about, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, Captain Boomerang, uh, Kitana, um, who else we got? Uh, Rick Flagg, uh, we got Jared, we got Jared Leto as the Joker. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Let's I can see your face now. Look at this. We're in the same room. I can actually see, see, see how you respond to different you, things. You see my eyes rolling around in my skull. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I can't wait to see Jared Leto as the Joker. These photos look amazing, right? Isn't that what that face meant? Or did I read yeah, it that wrong? Yeah, was, that, was, that face was praise for those tattoos. Yeah. Right? All his tattoos. The damage like, tattoo? Joke. He got a tattoo on his head that says joke. Joke. <laughs> Just in case you didn't get who I was. All right. It's a little, I mean, like, hey, J- uh, oh, hey, Mr. The, J. The, to- uh, the tattoo is a joke. Uh, he's probably the joke. It's Joker. a little on the nose, my dude. It's right. a little on the nose. How do you feel about Jared Leto as the Joker? Uh, you know, I really like Jared Leto. I, I, think he's a, I think he's an excellent actor. He transforms. What was the movie he was just in with uh, Matthew McConaughey? Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. And, and um, I. You don't even recognize that it's the same dude. He, he's, he's tremendous. And I, I loved him many, many years ago uh, in Requiem for a Dream. He was tremendous. And mm-hmm. Requiem for a Dream. He's, I think he's a great actor, which is why I trust that he'll be able to transform into something yeah. that has conviction, even if it's not something that I would picture as Joker. Mm-hmm. 
my I'm I'm going to go ahead and and allow hope for his performance. I just have a lot of questions for the costume designer because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, can we talk? You got to talk a little bit yeah. about the tattoos. See, that's that's where you know maybe this is a built-in kind of like mechanism. That's where I start going, Octavius. Sit back, watch the story. Let them tell you the story. I know, you I know, because like, because Octavius, he looks like he looks like in a Ed, juggalo. I get it. Like I know he looks, he looks like a juggalo. Like, <laughs> hold on, he looks like an Ed Hardy store. Like, okay, picture an Ed Hardy a shopping mall in Metropolis. Okay, right? okay, okay, shopping mall in Metropolis. Superman destroys the shopping mall. Got it. And two stores collide into one another. One's Ed Hardy, <laughs> and the other one is Hot, Hot Topic. Topic. <laughs> and it's like, what, what, oh man, this dude wakes up under a pile of clothes, and he comes yeah. out, and he's like, That's, there he is, the Joker. And guess what? He smells like Axe. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm just not. You don't want to see a movie where Joker smells like Axe. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to smell a movie right. where the Joker smells like Axe. I'm, I want what to if they see... start pumping uh, Axe through the events like they did in the 1989. Oh, uh, leave. I'm out. I'm out. Smell like gas. You ruined my popcorn. Gas, it's Axe instead. You ruined my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined this for me. <laughs> yeah. I. This is an example, though. I know you don't like to watch a lot of trailers, but mm-hmm. this is an example in which I would like to see more before I have a better understanding. Don't need to see it. I want to see more of Joker before I, I know how to feel. Because right now I'm not sure. And I, I don't know a lot about the Suicide Squad, so I'm going in Me pretty either. fresh. I haven't really read a whole lot of it. I know that Margot Robbie is very gorgeous. And she's got Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. And Will Smith. I miss you, Will. Hey, so all right, I'll, I'll see anything. Talk about Will for a second. Do you? How do you feel about Will Smith as... Deadshot. I don't know of, enough about Deadshot to say. I'm just happy to see Will Smith. Okay. Did you see... Now he looks good with a beard. Did you see his most recent movie? Concussion? Yeah. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I haven't seen it. Tell the truth. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it primarily because my understanding is the NFL had seen the, the movie previously and they said, uh, you got to take a couple of parts out, but yeah, you're cool. Mm-hmm. And that bugs me out a little bit. Well, I saw the movie. It was pretty good. You liked it? Um, Because for a long time, like, Will Smith in in movies really didn't do anything for me. You know? Like any movie? Well, no, 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 no. Not any movie. But I'm not excited when I see Will Smith in a movie. It's not like, oh, wow, Will Smith's in this? I got to go see it. It's not like that for me. You know what I mean? Like, But he's had some time. He kind of disappeared for a little bit. And now him coming back, it's like... But Concussion, me seeing him in Concussion, the first thing I thought was, this dude's accent is not on point. (laughs) Um, So what are we doing? Tell the truth. What are we doing right now? But when I actually (laughs) sat and saw the movies, I was like, man, this is a really good movie. Dare I say, one of his better acting performances. Like, the guy can act. So it's not like I'm... Because most of the movies I've seen in the past, is like, there's Will Smith doing this. There's Will Smith doing that. There's Will Smith running. Right. Yeah, he runs. He likes to run. He has a particular run. Yeah. Um, It's him and Tom Cruise. I want to see a movie where the two of them race. Yeah, it's like Cap. Well, you say like so. You want to see Captain America and Black Panther run next to each other? Yeah, <laughs> just run top speed. Yeah, who's gonna win? I want to see that. Yeah, but uh, so when I saw that, I was like, okay, man. You know, like I, it's good to see him in something different. So yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. But like I said, I really have faith in David Ayer because of Fury. You uh, know, yeah, because yeah. of what he done, he's done with Fury. Yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, how about uh, a, li- a little bit? Closer. Well, okay. Switch gears. You mentioned Black Panther, and mm. there was big Black Panther news. Yes. This week. Yes. Uh, which 
is something that I think you saw coming because mm-hmm. there was a rumor about it. Now, I thought it was true, but apparently I was wrong. It was just like, you know, um, spec- you know speculations are in talks, but Ryan Coogler is directing Black Panther coming out in 2018. That is so good. It's an exciting, it's an exciting, exciting thing. This is a good time to be alive. Yeah. The the dude who did Fruitvale Station yep. and Creed, yep. which I'm going to go ahead and say is one of the best Philadelphia movies ever, and that's an incredible movie. That is a like a just a huge French kiss to Philadelphia. Yeah, it's, it's just a like, big wet kiss. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, I was my a buddy of mine was in town. Mm-hmm. Friend that I knew when I used to live in Florida. He's like, "Yo, I'm in town. We're going to get cheesesteaks." And I was like, "Word up! Where are you going?" And they said, we're going to pass the gene. I was like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop it, yeah. stop. Yeah. Don't go there. I have to take you to Max's. He's like, oh, you mean the place from Creed? Oh, and I was like, God. wow. It's, it got the Rocky Steps treatment. Wow. Like, like, can we see the Rocky Steps? Oh, do you not want to see the museum at the top of the no. steps? No. Just the steps? No, I need to go see the statue. I need <laughs> yeah. to run up these steps and go get this cheesesteak. <laughs> can we go to the cheesesteak place from Creed? Yeah, <laughs> but on. but I thought it was cool because Tech. like they actually because that's the place that I take people. Yeah. Um. But it's really so to see him do such a good job with, like I think the the parallel is cool because Ryan Coogler is not from Philly that I know. No. You know, so for him, so he obviously did his research. He, he obviously good, dug good down deep to yeah. figure out what's the Philadelphia experience. Yeah. What is it going to take to do justice to being a Philadelphian? Mm. Now, from us being here, living here, and seeing all these things, I mean, even down to the Dirk Bites, even down to Meek Mill. Yeah. Playing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like you would Meek think. Meek Mill at TLA. Yeah, the the girl, the girl TLA, and the girl trying to explain at, John. At Electric Factory. Right. Yeah. The girl trying to explain John, even though she didn't say it. Her, her her saying it wasn't yeah, quite. I mean, it sounded like it was out of a script. People don't but say she, you don't write John a lot. You just it just kind of comes out. Yeah, but she um she she explained it well. So I have high hopes for him digging deep into Black Panther. So what you're saying is, before he makes uh, Black Panther, he's probably going to settle down in Wakanda for a little bit. I would assume he'd move to Wakanda for a get bit. to know the people. Like where they, you know, test out some vibranium, where they go for vibranium. You're like, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm in Wakanda for just a layover. I'm, I'm looking for some vibranium. I'm thinking about going to Passangino's mm-hmm. and all the people in Wakanda are like, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 that's not where you get your vibranium. No, we from. go to Max's, dog. You got it all wrong. <laughs> we go to Max's. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least Jim's. Yeah. At least. Yeah. But I, I think that he's going to do good. I mean, he's cause when you see Fruitvale Station, you're like, oh, this is a really good movie, but you don't think about. I didn't. I had no clue who the guy was. Yeah, I didn't even know his first uh, major length film. Yeah. And um, you know, and it's so, a, a heartbreaker too. Yes, I mean Fruitvale was a. I think Fruitvale was a spectacular movie uh, for him to move to Creed and do. And he, he was it fiction. was his idea. Yeah, like he and his buddy, or it was a classmate or something. Yeah, because I think the story is he bonded over Rocky movies with his dad. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like one part of the catalyst for it. So I really think he's going to going to do a great job. And also, I mean, there's a real legit point where seeing the first you know black male lead superhero coming out of Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's exciting to see you know a black male like directing the movie because yeah. you know there's a point where you want to make sure that there's some connectivity to it. Yeah. You know, I know they were talking to Ava DuVernay for a while mm. um, and things didn't work out with that, but you know, 
it's not just that he's black. The dude has done legitimate work. So I really want to hold on to hope and think that Ryan Coogler will like he was announced for the movie and he will stay on the movie because I went through some serious heartbreak in uh, uh, Edgar Wright being announced for Ant-Man. Yeah. And then being taken off the project. What's Edgar doing now? Do we know? I have no idea. And and the idea of Edgar Wright doing an Ant Man movie because I'm w- one of the like three Ant Man fans. Nobody uh, likes Ant Man. <laughs> it's me, Scott Lang, and Henry Pym, <laughs> basically. That like me Ant-Man? and two of the Ant Men are fans of. Like, you guys didn't love our movie. This movie's amazing. Yeah, not even the third Ant Man, Eric O'Grady. Not nah, even he like, likes Ant Man. Like, nah, I'm good. Uh, which, by the way, is Robert Kirkman, uh, uh, like the creator of Walking Dead. He made that Ant-Man? He, he did Ant-Man, uh, the irredeemable Ant-Man with Eric O'Grady. Yeah. Hmm. And Eric O'Grady was just a, like a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who was a real piece. Mm-hmm. He was not a cool dude. And yeah. He got the suit. Spied on people. That's all. Yeah. It was a good book. It was a lot of fun. But Edgar Wright was on the project. I was so damn excited. He got taken off the project. I still enjoy the movie very much, mm-hmm. uh, but man, what could have been? Yeah. So I'm I'm holding on to hope that Coogler like stays on this project. I hope so because I need. I mean, look, like I, I it's it's really really important for me to see a black superhero on screen. It just it just is, and like, somebody who's done thoughtfully. Yeah, like, like I don't can't just I don't, be like slapped up there. Like, there yeah, I, I like like I said, it's it's uh, it's not. Oh, he's black. Like, nah, I want you to take me to Wakanda. I want yeah. you to show me the motivations behind this character. I want you to dig deep and tell me a great story, the same way you did with Creed. Dig yeah. deep and take me to Wakanda. Take me to T'Challa's mindset and perspective. Like I'm that's so excited. That's what I want to see and I think he can do it. Yeah. Um so we're going to get our first dose of Black Panther in Civil War. Yes. And by the way, listen, internet. And just put this out here real quick. There's this Black Panther Funko Pop. <laughs> it's floating around out there. <laughs> you know? Yes. All I'm saying is you feel like, "Man, I love this podcast. I want to send Octavius a gift." Look, you want to send me a you know Black Panther fun po- Funko Pop? It's I'm an cool idea. with that. That's you know? just an idea. Just put. I mean, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you don't yeah. have to. Yeah. Just put it out there. I'm but just anyway. saying. It's um, his suit looks good. Yes. His suit looks really have you good. You seen the close-ups? Yeah. The 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 high def stuff Crazy from uh, the uh, from Civil War Cap Three Civil yeah. War. I'm so excited to see Black Panther in this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Just to running see fast it. and kicking Bucky in the face. Yeah. I know, and he's on Iron Man's squad now. I don't think from now. Now, of course, you know I'm disconnected. Uh-huh. But from what I understand, I don't think he's taken aside. He just kind of is present. Yes, I don't know that he's like I'm with this guy. I'm with that guy. I really don't know what his motivation is, and I honestly don't want to know. I don't want to know until we get there. Um, but I've seen the trailer. What, what are you? You're excited to see the movie? Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm a very, very, very adamant. Uh, Captain America fan as oh yeah as I know that's your number two right yeah he's my number two behind uh, man John <laughs> behind man John right uh, as we call him in Philadelphia right <laughs> uh, 
Uh, or better, really, just John John. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> John John. Uh, I love Captain America. I, I love uh, the first and the second film. I thought the second one was, was like, superb. That's one, one of my, my favorites. favorites. Yeah. yeah. Easy. Uh, um, and Civil War looks really exciting. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to see the movie. But if, if for no other reason than to see so many heroes at it again... And not necessarily in a uh, Avengers context. I mean, like I love the Avengers and the Avengers movies and and Age of Ultron. It's a lot of fun and it's really fun to it's see. It's kind of like Avengers three. Yeah, it really is. But I, I I feel like now it's more commonplace to see all of them in the same place, mm-hmm. not necessarily under the Avengers title. Yeah, and I, I, I that's what's exciting to me. The the the, the universe notion. has been created. Yeah, universe where you is can there. see people swinging and flying and running around. That's how I felt in, when I saw. Did you see Ant Man? Yes. When when Falcon shows up, mm-hmm. that's that was a moment. Just I had a normal. Moment. Yeah. Just like what are you when doing? he's just like uh, patrolling around Shield like headquarters. Yeah. And uh, Scott Lang is trying to sneak around, do some stuff, and Falcon shows up, and that was my moment when I was like, this world is here. Yes. And they're all in the same world. I think that's what they're trying to do with Batman v Superman, but they're slamming a bunch of people together in one movie. Also, Aquaman is supposed to be in that joint as well. Is he actually? I mean, there's toys for it. Yo, oh, so, I didn't know. And and it's um uh well, I, I can't remember the name of the actor, but it's called Drogo from yeah, Game I don't, of Thrones. Uh, I don't remember his name. Yeah. All right, well, I'm I'm behind that. I like that. Yeah, so they're they're trying to start a universe. But anyway, back to Captain America. Uh, back to Captain America and other characters making cameos. Spidey. We finally get Spider-Man yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, that's like, that's huge. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Spider-Jesus. I'm, I'm, that is huge. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Spider-Man. I'm, I'm a little bit... Uh, wishing that we could see some Miles Morales in this universe instead of Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah, what, what I mean, do I'm you, also understanding of like why we are where we are and like using the franchise. And yeah, that 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 that. I'm not making excuses, but I really want to see Miles Morales. I'll, I'm excited for the Miles Morales book that's coming out because he is. You know, it's interesting because Spider. Well. We're going to talk about Secret Wars yeah. next week. Yeah. So I don't know what happened at the end of Secret Wars, but Spider-Man is Miles Morales now. That's right. Is that correct? Yeah. Like, so if you say, so this point forward, if you and I were to have a son or daughter and we were to say, um, hey, meet Spider-Man. His real name is Miles Morales. Yeah. But in the cinematic universe, he's still Peter Parker. Well, you know, it's, I, I suppose it's a little more complicated than that because in the comics, Pete still lives. Okay. Uh, Peter Parker exists and he is Spider-Man. Okay. Miles Morales exists and he is Spider-Man. Okay. And there's actually I won't spoil anything, but that is evident in the the final issue of Secret Wars which okay. came out today. Uh and uh there are a lot of Spider-Men. There are a lot of Spider-People mm. all over the place. Uh the web warriors, the um, like I don't know if Scarlet Spider is back now. For a little while, he was back. It was like Peter Parker's clone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Ben Riley. It was somebody else. I mean, Spider-Man has one of the most complicated universes on. because so many people are using like the same title, the same set of yeah. powers and stuff. Yeah. But uh, the, the main two uh, would be Pete and Miles. But it would make sense that if you're trying to sell movie tickets and you're trying to get 
like three generations of fans, grandpops, fathers, and sons. Yeah. You know, to come see a movie, you'd probably go with Peter Parker, Spider Man. I, I wish Miles Morales lived in Philly. Do you remember when Venom was in Philly? No. Few, like two years ago? No. Uh, Venom, Agent Venom? Yeah, Agent Venom. Agent Venom moved from New York to Philadelphia. He lived in Old City in the neighborhood where we are right now. What? He lived on 2nd Street. And he worked in West Philly at a school. Flash Gordon. Hmm. Or Flash Gordon. Flash uh, Thompson. Thompson. Uh, Flash Thompson worked in a school in West Philly. Uh, and he was Venom, Agent Venom in Philly. And so all the covers, I got to show you the covers. They're like the skyline of Philly. Mm -hmm. It's like him doing some like cheesy stuff, like eating a cheesesteak. When was the last time you had a cheesesteak? Not recently. Mm -hmm. Not not in 2016. Oh, so you you think we all eat cheesesteaks? That's what you think? That's not that way. We eat cheesesteaks, though. Yeah, but it's like, it's, it's, uh, Special, it's 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 reserved for special occasions, yes. like when you hate yourself. When you're you like, <laughs> when, you're, when you're like, you know what? I don't even care. No, 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 no. See, Kadal, you're not gonna take this from me. I've decided I'm gonna eat cheesesteak. Don't even try to get in the way between me and this sandwich. Yeah. All right, I'm going to Max's. I'm gonna see when I get back. If you want me to grab you when I grab you one. Other than that, I need you to just leave me alone. Well, that's okay? the thing, and this is this is what's always this is what always happens. Somebody who is who's like third party to this, they're like, really you're gonna have a cheesesteak? Oh, they're gross, man. Look, I'll pick you up one. Okay, oh, yeah, that's cool. Listen, let me get okay. uh, salt, pepper, ketchup. Yeah, mayonnaise on the bun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That is yeah. how it is. It's like. You know, it's not something that you eat normally. Why are we talking about comic book cheese? Okay, the reason we're talking about it is because Venom lived in Philly for a little while, and and that 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 uh, series got canceled. It didn't last for a long time. I picked them all up, and I enjoyed them, kinda. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it trailed off. It trailed off. But I felt very proud to have a hero in Philly. Mm -hmm. I wish Miles was from Philly. I feel like he like that that he he could have a lot of room to own this town. Who is from Philly? Nobody, right? Not that I can think of. Yeah. All right. Well, it's all good. Which is why Venom was such a big deal. I'm like, okay, we got one. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> we we got one. <laughs> uh, Where we man. go from here? Okay, Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Uh, you excited for it? That comes out soon. That's in like a, just a few weeks. Yeah. You know, ever since I saw, what was that movie that Ryan Reynolds was in way back? Green Lantern. No, 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 National Lampoons. Waiting. No, no, what was Van it? Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Yeah, Van Wilder. Yeah, so okay. that's the first place I saw him, and I was like, this dude's hilarious. He's got that kind of snarky, um, sarcastic, arrogant, you he know. He always has a shit-eating grin. Always. It's, it is, and then when it you, is stapled to his face. And then when you meet Deadpool in the comics, I'm just like, Come on. Yeah, same, same. Who else? Yeah. Like, who else? is This is the perfect guy yeah. to play this game. Do you remember when Wolverine came out? Uh, I don't the, even... Come on. No, come but, on. But do you, remember, do you remember finding out that Deadpool was going to be in the movie? Yes. And Ryan Reynolds was going to be him? Yes. I and was like... a moment where you're like, that works. And I, I was like... Because th- this is the thing. I had fan casted that, you know, many moons before because yeah. I was like, this guy would be perfect. And apparently other people thought it was a good idea and they actually did it. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, oh we, we notice how you like that casting choice, and what we decided to do is ruin the character and throw the whole thing How are you going to make the Merc with the mouth? <laughs> no mouth. Seal his mouth closed. <laughs> He's got no mouth. Now, I know people who have been listening to these podcasts. I know I have said that I let the storyteller tell the story. But look here. Sometimes you got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. 
Deadpool ain't got no Baraka swords coming out of his arms. No, he no, got no, no heat vision blasting out of his eyes. Yeah, the, the, that whole thing what are you where doing? they're like, we made Deadpool with the Weapon X program. Okay, that's that's and the book. He has every ability. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you know, and there's a part where I kind of sat back. I was like, okay, but from what I understand, just like in the comics. Deadpool's aware of the fact that he's a comic. Yes. In the movie, Deadpool's aware of the fact that he's in a movie. And he's aware of Green Lantern. He's aware of the other movies. Yeah, he's, you know. be, he's being pushed, like, um, in the trailer, he's being pushed inside of whatever facility where they're going to undergo this surgery and, like, transform into mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And uh, he's like, just promise me that I'm not going to have, like, CG green stuff on my body. Right. Like, a little uh, nod to how how brutal a film Green Lantern was that yeah. was that was rough yeah. stuff. I saw yeah. that in the theater, and that was that was a, like a sour moment in my life. That was like, that was a sour. You know, before I die, that's going to flash in front of me. I'll think, I no, wish, I wish, I wish I would have done something. <laughs> no, to that. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for Deadpool because it looks like an example of someone making a film and truly understanding not just the character but the audience. Yes, like understand. Seems like they're giving us everything that they believe Deadpool fans want. I will say though, I'm not a fan of Deadpool. You said, and I, I'm I'm really excited to see that translation done because I I I feel like that's a good thing for the medium. Mm -hmm. Like this is how you do it. You Mm -hmm. listen to the people who care, and then you make it. And granted, it hasn't come out yet, so who knows? We're very close though. But so far, it seems like they're they're really hitting their mark. Mm -hmm. They're really hitting their mark. So I'm going to see. We should see that together. I'm in because I I I will have opinions that are not immediately positive. Because I'm not a fan of the character. How do you know you're not going to be me? You already decided they're not going to be Well, I'm not a fan of the character. Okay. I'm not a fan of the character. Right? So it's like, do you want to see a movie about a character that you don't like? No. But it does look like a, a, a very well-made movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's made by... Now, see, now this is where it gets weird, Internet. Fox. It's, it's a Fox movie. Because so it's, it's in the X-Men of, world. Yeah, it's a part of the X-Men universe. So apparently Fox has the rights to the cinem- to, to cinem- the cinematic rights to the X-Men intellectual property, right? Yeah. yeah. So since Dare- not Daredevil, Deadpool is a part of that, he falls in line with that. That's right, yeah. Which is dope because we get to see Colossus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadpool actually refers to the X-Men. Okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like the 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 the, the cohesion, but that means that he, he's not in the world with the Avengers. All I know is whoever had anything to do with Fantastic Four, keep them away from Deadpool. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. Just stop. <laughs> and he, I was excited for the Fantastic Four based on the trailer. Oh my god! The trailer that movie was so bad. When the trailer came out, that first trailer came out, I thought this is cool. Mm-hmm. I can and, and largely because of Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I go where he goes. <laughs> oh, right. I like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, I, I I think about The Wire and the time I spent with The Wire, and I think, anybody Man. from The yeah. Wire, you're in something? Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, not they, let they, me that, down. Was, that was a great the great series. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was on a plane when I watched Fantastic Four, the most recent one. Were you trying to get off the plane the whole time? Yeah. I was... Uh, I'm, I, let me off of this thing. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> I made them turn the plane around. Get me out of here. <laughs> They're like, you realize that was not very beneficial for you because you're going to have to be stuck on the plane with this movie again. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't think that through. I'm sorry. 
Man, that was so bad. Anyway, I was talking about, so the reason why I was bringing that up is because um, we've got an X-Men movie coming out this year. Yes. Um, Apocalypse. Yes. How do you feel about that? Uh, two words, Octavius. Octavius. <laughs> two words, Octavius. Octavius. <laughs> no, two words. Olivia Munn. Right. Tell me more. I got nothing else. That's it? That's it. Psylocke. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. Does... <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I really like the world that they've been building with First Class. Mm-hmm. Um, the... Snap. It's, it's, it's like... I know, I know people don't like this, and it's not the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's not a bad universe either. No. It, you know, there this there is, are this very is cool. good examples of it. Yeah. Like uh, uh, the X-Men series, the, this uh, recently rebooted series, because they've been doing X-Men over and over and over mm-hmm. again. I feel bad because I feel like they're, they're swimming upstream against all the like not excellent X-Men movies mm-hmm. that have been made. Yeah. Like, after they, Brian Singer's They around. did a smooth reboot, though. They did. It was smooth. It was like, you know what? We're just going to slide this in right here. Yeah, and- they did. Uh, Keep on moving. I'm very excited as far as that goes, and and, and also, uh, uh, uh who's playing Apocalypse? Oscar, um, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Oscar po. Isaac, Poe Dameron. Uh, he can do anything. Uh, apparently, he was cast because he can do anything. I I would have never in a million years guessed somebody would say. Now, now, who would be Apocalypse in that movie? Oh, I know. Ivan Ooze. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, he looks like Ivan Ooze well, from the Mighty Morphin okay, Power Rangers this motion out. picture. We, we saw, I think that was the cover of Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly, was it? Yeah. Where we see Apocalypse, Psylocke, and... Magneto. Magneto, okay. And all of the internet had something to say. Yeah. He looked purple and all that kind of stuff. Didn't look right. Um, his, like, jaw thing, his cheek jaw thing wasn't really there. Yeah. That's, I think of Apocalypse, I think of that, like, line that, line that, that goes his lips. His mouth. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, it doesn't look like that in the actual film. Do you think they changed it? Or was, was the internet just, like, little aggressive? I, th- I, I think they've changed it a little bit. Like, okay, look at this. We're, right now we're looking at a picture of uh, Apocalypse standing with Psylocke and Storm. Mm-hmm. First of all, Storm uh, with the Mohawk. Got the Mohawk Storm. Yeah, so we're, I'm, I'm good with this. Ivanus in the center. Yes. Just crop everything out. Get rid of everything. Just save. That's, that's it. Yes. Just keep the right side of this picture, and all you see is Psylocke. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. My wallpaper, <laughs> like in my home. Okay. Yeah, not on my all computer. Over, like like a like an all over print. Yeah, I, I don't entertain guests often, probably because it like makes them feel a little. Weird. I can imagine. There you go. Here's a side by side comparison. Yes. Of Ivanus on the left, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the motion picture, the greatest villain of all time. <laughs> Negative <laughs> internet. Ivanus, a joke. And on the right hand side, Oscar Isaac. I don't know. Like, I mean, so do you think that they changed it? Or do you think it was just like... Yeah, I mean, he looks he looks a little bit different now. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think they've done a little bit of work to make it look, I don't know, maybe more like what, what X-Men fans would be expecting. Mm-hmm. But I think on the whole, it doesn't even matter. In the trailer, People are going to see the, it anyway. And the trailer looks good when he's growing and, yeah. you know, does the, the, the hand thing. And, like, the whole idea of the four horsemen. And, you know, they made the, they made the comment of, like, oh, he got it from the Bible. Like, or... Did the Bible get it from him? 
is one of the like, like oh, more, that's, that's what y'all gonna do more gonna hilariously do? cheesy parts. Y'all gonna do it like, like that, like or oh yeah, like the, is Bible. the Bible based off of apocalypse. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I I know this is the third movie in in this X Men trilogy, mm-hmm. and uh, historically speaking, the third X Men movie in the trilogy not so hot, not so hot, right? Uh, but. I have high hopes. Yeah. I have high hopes because I had so much fun with the last one. Yeah. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in with these guys. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about they're going to be... I know this is... We're talking about this year. They're supposed uh, to be one last Wolverine, and I think he's hanging up the claws. I heard it was going to be an uh, Old Man Logan. Please be Old Man Logan. Yeah. Please be Old Man Logan. I would, I would like to see that. I need an R-rated Old Man Logan. I can't do any more shiny... Leather Wolverine. I don't want to see Wolverine swipe them claws one more time yeah. and then someone just fall down with no blood. I'm done with that. If we can get an R-rated Deadpool, you can give me a... Because you can't do Old Man Logan and give me PG-13. No, not possible. I, I don't well, think I mean, it's possible. I mean, they could, but then I'm just going to be mad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it, let's say he does hang up the claws. Who, who takes over for Hugh Jackman, you think? Oh, you, you, like somebody would sub in as Wolverine? No, no, I'm, new... sa- I'm saying, let's say we get this last Wolverine movie. Hugh Jackman's like, all right, I'm done. Who, but of course, they're going to have to keep doing Wolverine movies. Or if they don't keep doing them, well, well, I don't know how the rules work, but I think they have to keep doing the movies within a certain period of time or else they have to give that IP back. Let me stop you right there. Okay. Oscar Isaac. He's going to play on, every man. character. There's going to be a day. There's going to be a day where okay. it's gonna, like we, we have a nutty professor kind of situation, and Oscar Isaac is every. Yeah, he's every character. This is going too far. Um, this is what's happening because he's he's too talented. He just applies him, or oh, Jared Leto, man. or yeah, right. Jared and he, Wolverine's got a tattoo on his head that says "snicked." No, we can't yeah. do that. We, we can't do that. Yeah, I th- I think that's what's coming down the line. I've heard Tom Hardy has been like um, a possible thing thrown out. Oh, there. okay. Yeah, I could. Tom Hardy is great because Tom Hardy's actually short. Yeah, and stubby. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I could see him playing up, pulling off uh, Wolverine. Yeah, he's not Canadian. Nah. So he's like two for three. Anyway. Staying with um, Marvel, but going into the uh, TV series. Yeah. We've got Daredevil season two. Uh, which, you know, I have a question. We, we were thinking that maybe Marvel was uh, playing with DC and they were going to release Daredevil season two on the exact same day that Batman versus Superman came out. Mm-hmm. But they switched it up. And they announced that it's going to come out on the 18th? Yes. March 18th? Yes. So season two, Frank Castle, Punisher, Daredevil, uh, March 18th. Yep. I, I have nothing to even add other than it's, of course, it's going to be excellent. I would hope so. Of course, it's going to be excellent. Mm. The first season was so good. I think they've learned a lot from that. We also get Electra too. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I love, I love that story. I love Matt Murdock. I love everything they built. Are you excited for it? Very much excited. I mean, like, not only am I excited um, about Daredevil, I'm excited about Marvel and Netflix relationship. Because it's not just pure fanboy stuff. Like, oh my gosh, uh, I love anything that Marvel does. It's like Marvel and Netflix has a great relationship, and they do dark comic book well. Yeah. You know? And if you're going to introduce... Frank Castle, Punisher, I think Netflix is the right place to do it. It's going to be great. Because I couldn't really see how that fits into the Avengers world. You'd almost have to make him a villain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like, just like, 
the bad guy because yeah. Punisher got to kill people. I I just ask that they use the violence sparingly, but when they use it, it's important, mm-hmm. right? Did like, you feel like they did that with uh, Mar- uh, Daredevil season one? Uh, I think I think they kind of they pushed the the, the envelope a little bit for me. Like uh, the violence was it was very visceral. It was very in your face. Mm-hmm. I, I liked certain aspects of it that seemed like pretty uh, significant in terms of the brutality of, of Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that was important. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. And, but and it also, all had a purpose. Like Kin, Kingpin's violence communicated something about who he was. It wasn't like, true. let's just be violent. Yeah. And that's why I think like, you know, I, th- I think they get close to the line where I am no longer comfortable with it. And I, I want them to still show restraint. Like, mm-hmm. just don't don't go balls to the wall. Don't unleash. Don't just put it in there to put it in there. Mm-hmm. And make sure it counts. Yeah. And if you're going to be doing this with the Punisher, that's especially important, I think, because the Punisher dude uses guns, a lot of guns. Yes. Right. So and grenades and yeah, not so. Let's make Rambo sure knives. that like, every everything you put in there counts. Yeah. something like you thought about that well we know that marvel studios is listening to this podcast i do yeah so actual alonzo what up thank you for tuning in you know i mean you know we we, we got you, you stan lee excelsior yeah. thank you for tuning in yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. check it out check it out the, yeah the, the ghost of steve gerber jump in my jump man in. who jump in. <laughs> who wrote man thing for many years thank you for tuning in right from the other side jump man jump man jump man jump man <laughs> Oh man, I think that's gonna be our. No, it's not. We can't make that. Let's <laughs> pull all these episodes. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, Jersey Drake, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, and uh, Future I, Aubrey, Future, um, and uh, Metro Boomin and um, DJ Esco, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> appreciate your support. Yeah. Uh, TV show wise, mm-hmm. I got. I've got one that's. I, I think, in my world anyway, it's been a little bit under the radar, and I wonder if you watch it. I Zombie. Never, not once seen, <laughs> not now one episode. Okay. Not because I don't like it. I just yeah. haven't, because I never read iZombie. Yeah. So yeah. it's just something that. Well, okay. Well, neither have I. iZombie uh, came about during New 52, DC's New 52. Oh, really? I believe. Okay. I'm, I'm saying that as if I'm confident enough to say that. Mm-hmm. But well, I who think knows? that's true. Uh, and I, ne- I had never read it. It got the TV treatment, I think, on the CW. Uh, iZombie is about a woman who goes out to this party, and she gets attacked by a zombie, mm-hmm. and she basically wakes up in a body bag, and whoop, I'm a zombie. Brains. She's real pale. She's got, like, uh, very, very, like, platinum blonde, pale hair, even. Yeah, brains, brains, brains. Right. She, uh, But she exists, and she takes up a job working in a morgue, so she has access to dead bodies, and she eats brains. And then she finds out that she gains the memories of of the brain of the person that she she consumes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Quantum Leap, like Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap. She becomes a person she for an episode. She becomes the person in a way because she like gains some of their like isms. It's like oh, she eats the brain of an artist. Right. She starts seeing beauty and things, mm-hmm. and she paints mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. and she like speaks like an artist. But she also like has these flashes, these visions of what happened right before that person died. Oh. So she can work with the police and help them solve the case. Mm-hmm. Very good show. Uh, I don't know if it's actually under the radar. Probably is not. I just hadn't known about it. 
Uh, I love it. It's one of my favorite comic book shows I've seen in a very long time. I love iZombie. Hmm. Love it. I might have to check it out. What very season good. are we in? Two. Okay. So we're not far. Okay. And season one is entirely available on Netflix. Season two is, I think, running right now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Worth your time. Well, Flash is something I'm trying to catch up on. Do you like Flash? Um, well, from what I've seen so far, because I've heard so much good stuff about it, um, I'm on Netflix. There's so many things that I'm watching right now. I just finished um, Leftover Season 2. Yeah. Um, trying to finish up um, making, a, making a Murderer. Oof. Um, you need so, a hug? I do. Have you, have you finished it? I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm on the final episode of Making a Murderer. That would be episode 10. Yeah. And I haven't started it yet. Yeah. I'm, and on I'm under the impression six. that like if I watch it, then I'm just going to need like, to, I got to call my mom and be like, hey, I love you, mom. I, like, <laughs> I, need, I need some goodness. Yeah. But if I don't watch it, then it didn't happen. What? Is, that, is that right? I'm like, I'm playing the deliberate, irrational ignorance card right now. Right. Where I'm saying, like, I don't know if I'm ready to deal with this. Hmm. I can't see it right now. Because so, that so, show has been hard. So this is definitely something that I do not want to spoil for the internet. So I will just try to avoid talking about Which this. is interesting that you even have to say this, because th- this is a case. This is a new story. This is not fiction. Yeah. I did, but see, the thing is, like, I knew nothing about it. Same. Totally unaware same but i'm telling you man i'm watching the show and i'm just like i cannot believe it hurts what is happening right now yeah it's painful so watch it if you got netflix watch it but i'm watching all these shows so i kind of watch um the flash here and there because normally at night when I'm winding down, I don't really want to watch anything heavy. Yeah. And Making a Murderer and Leftovers is re- really Too heavy. Much. Yeah. So at night, that's kind of when I'll throw on a couple ep- episodes of The Flash and just yeah. kind of like smile and hang out with my dog. And, you know, my dog will just warm my feet. Yeah. And just, yeah, yeah, yeah. As dogs do. Yeah. I don't, why do dogs sit on your feet? Don't know. They know. They just, <laughs> they just know what to do. <laughs> so me and Logan sit down and watch The Flash at, at night. But... Um, it's fun. I like it. I'm trying yeah. to catch up because I want to be in the conversation with everybody else. Oh, I heard that Kevin Smith is di- supposed to be directing an episode of The Flash. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting. That is exciting. He loves The Flash. Does he? That's what I- Kevin Smith, I-, I don't know what his like hero alliances are. He's, I, f- I feel like he just he loves, loves Batman. Everything. Well, I know he loves Batman. Yeah. But uh, I feel like he's He's all over the place. He loves all characters. He loves all nerd everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's a huge. He's one of the guys. He's actually one of the guys that I followed into podcasting. Oh, really? You know, like yeah. not followed like oh he did it first and you know like I way back in the day. But as I got into podcasting, I kind of watched him and I started seeing all the shows he was doing and all the sure. stuff was going on. And I was like, oh yeah. Because he always encourages people, make a podcast. Sit down with your friends and sit down and talk. Anybody can do it. So at Comic-Con, he was like, here's your assignment for next year. Go make a podcast with your friends. That's cool. You know, anyone can sit down and talk. The thing that you have that's most unique is you and your perspective. That's very cool. I like that. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Yeah. So, yeah, The Flash, Kevin Smith. I like The Flash. I want to get more into the DC shows that are a little hard for me to follow. Arrow was not really my speed. Uh, I, I, what are they on episode seventeen of the of Arrow? I feel like it's Arrow, so no. far gone. That Arrow, Arrow is. Uh, see, I think there's been four or five seasons. Yeah, it's so far. Like that's daunting for me to even like. Yeah. Try to pick up because Game of Thrones is the next big series that I'm trying to like. 
excuse me, get into and catch up on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can't even consider it. It is a lot. My roommate watches Era. I feel like I always walk in at a time when they're doing some like huge plot reveal. So I'm, for me, I'm like, well, you dive miss, out the I room. miss that train. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just sit down. And you I'll just, just give up on it. it. I'll give up. But I do like Flash because Flash is, it has more levity. It seems more fun than, than yeah. Arrow. Arrow is like real dreary. Where are you at with Gotham? I uh, don't like it. I don't watch it. Yo, I almost... <sighs> You know what offends me? Jump man, jump man, jump man. Jump man. <laughs> you, you know what offends me? What? When young people, man, I sound so old. Yeah, you do. Now. Check yourself right now. Nah, but I'm just <laughs> like, young people play their music too. You loud. know what? You know what? See, you, see, you know what the problem with these young people is? They don't know how to respect their elders. They don't got no respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but what what does frustrate me is specifically like my younger cousins and stuff like that. Um, when they'll be like, I'll say something about Batman, and they'll go, yeah, and then they'll reference something from Gotham, and I'm like, no. Batman's not even in that. That's no, dude. not. Yeah. Well, aren't aren't Batman, aren't Bruce Wayne and Cat, Cat Girl friends? And, and I'm just like, no, no, that yeah. is not what's happening. So I think there's a part of me that's kind of like, silently resistant not my batman because that's not like you know that's not that's not batman but i've also heard that it's so good this is what i hear yeah so um again i've been meaning to catch up i don't like his vibe though i'm like i i it's, I a, love, it's a commissioner gordon story so it's your story yeah it's my story i love commissioner gordon i love uh his mustache uh, his mustache i i have become him yes uh and i love i love a commissioner gordon story i love year one year one is like yeah b- like one of the best yes top billing batman stories of all time uh i just i'm not feeling it it feels too well produced it's a little too shiny to me mm. i don't like it's really the characters i didn't like corny kind of it is corny and it's like not corny in a way that's fun to me i didn't like the humor very much now, everything about it the production just rubbed me the wrong way and then the fact that we spent so much time with like the little kid version of poison ivy mm. how about the little kid version of Catwoman? Yeah. how about the little kid version of bruce wayne right i just don't know and I, I mean, I, I listen, like I said, I was listening to um, Kevin Smith's podcast. I am pretty sure that Kevin Smith pretty much came up with this entire show in one of his podcasts. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I sat and listened to him create this whole show, and then the show existed. And it was like, did they steal this from Kevin Smith? Oh, yeah. Like one of his podcasts, he's just like, you know what we should do? You know what they should do? They should do this. They should do that. They should do this. And then a young Bruce Wayne. And then one day. And then eventually. And it's kind of like, oh, that's the exact same show they're doing right now. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's feel, it feels like the Muppet Babies version. Yes. Of Batman. Great but also, analogy. But it's like too dark for me to accept it. Dark like Muppet that. Babies? I mean, I'm like, no, 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 like, no, no, no. Are they no, getting no. in fights? Yeah. You Muppet like, Babies? It, it, you got. You got like animal goes crazy. You got peanut butter in my ashes. I'm like, it doesn't. This doesn't work together. I like peanut butter. This Muppet Baby style, but but these ashes that you put it in an urn just got weird. That's Gotham. That's Gotham, and they try to mix it up, and it doesn't work. It doesn't go together. Does not work. And grow a damn stash, Gordon. <laughs> I'm not watching. Like, Smallville took 10 seasons until Superman had a suit and a cape and okay. flies. Okay. I think it's going to be 10 seasons until Gordon has a stash. Well, there's a level to where I have a hard time seeing him as Gordon because he doesn't have the stash. Yeah. He just seems like somebody else. He's got a shaved head and he's like baby-faced. 
What kind of Commissioner Gordon is this? Don't know. Uh, not my Commissioner Gordon. Not your Commissioner Gordon. Not my <laughs> Batman. But you know, we'll see. Yeah. Like uh, the Walking Dead. Pass. Who are you? Hey, I'm Adam. What kind of person are you? Hey, I'm Adam J. Tetteris. What's <laughs> up? I'm, I'm on, the, on the ones and twos. Pass. Adam Jarenthal Tetteris. <laughs> Adam Jerkman Tetteris. I do not. Adam Jumpman Tetteris. What? <laughs> yeah. I do not like The Walking Dead show. I have not liked it for a very long time. When's the last, I'm, I'm, when's the last season you watched? Three. What? And I didn't enjoy that experience. Or two, for that matter. What don't you like? How much time you got? Two minutes. <laughs> 60-second shot clock, go. 60 seconds. I, I I don't like the drama of the show and the way that it repeats itself in that it's everybody against everybody against the zombies every once in a while and it's punctuated with uh, excessive gore and sploosh. You squish an eyeball and squish. There's a spike that goes through his skull. <laughs> and like that stuff, I'm like, I'm not having that. I don't want to. This is not enjoyable for me. Everybody's like. But that was enjoyable to me. <laughs> it's not, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I like oh, <laughs> look when it, when I when I when I recount it right now. I'm like, yeah, that sounds dope, but it's not. It's not in practice. It's not in practice. I don't. I don't like this the the Walking Dead very much anymore. I don't read the comics any longer. Mm-hmm. I think that ship has sailed for me. I found more spectacular, interesting, uh, s- creative stories to be interested in and to, to commit my time to mm-hmm. it's, it's all like angst and, and guts. And I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not on that train. Not with it. No. And so the, the spinoff, I'm like, no, not a no, spinoff. No the more. spinoff I struggle with. Yeah. The spinoff I struggle with because I didn't care about any of the characters and fear the walk, fear the walking dead. Because see, here's the thing. Like you, you tried to take us back to a time where nobody understood what was going on. But you've already given us a huge boatload of seasons where we all know what is going on. Yeah. And you've spent all this time helping us invest in these characters. So we know what's going on. We know how to deal with zombies. We know all these people. Then you introduce us to these new people who we don't care about. Yeah. And who keep doing dumb things to us as audience audience watchers because it's like, that's a freaking zombie. What are you doing? What's going on? What's happening? And it yeah. just took too long to like develop the story to the point where I cared. Yeah. So I was watching it kind of like, okay, but I didn't really feel like I got a payoff. But I'm very much into The Walking Dead because The Walking Dead, in my opinion, is not about the zombies. Yeah, that's trite. What does that's that mean? That's trite. What does that's, that mean? It's, since, since the very beginning of Walking Dead, when Kirkman started this series of mm-hmm. comics, mm-hmm. since the very beginning, that line on the back of the book has been like, the Walking Dead, maybe it's not actually the zombies. Mm-hmm. He didn't use the word. They don't, they don't use the word zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's not actually that. Okay. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yeah. It's the people. Okay. And I feel like, okay, been there. We slowly crawled over that. We zombie walked past that. And that was captivating to me a long time ago. Yeah. How, what season are we on for Walking Dead? Uh, is it five? Um, I can look it up. I'm out. You're basically saying it's it's worn off on you, though. For me, it's worn off. And, you know, I would go so far as to say, like, zombie thing, I'm, I'm, I'm off of the zombie train, but I'm watching iZombie, which is surprising to me because it's got a, a silly name. 
dare I say, a very dumb name. Mm-hmm. And it's about zombies, which would be a turnoff for me. But it's it's well written. It's interesting. It's a strange, fresh take. Looks like we're at season six right now. Goodness. Kill it. No. <laughs> he can't because it's not dead. It's already dead. Yeah. I no, just, I mean, you can't kill it. I mean, because it's like, I, I, I think that it's, it's, it does a great job. Because see, here's the thing. What? It does a good job of creating those scenarios we talked about in making us at home go, if I was in that scenario, what would I do? Mm. You know? There are no good guys. There are no bad guys. Like, the governor is a good guy in his own eyes. I. <laughs> in his own eye. Man, that was my joke. Oops. I missed it. You stole <laughs> it from me. He took it from you. Goodness. Yeah. I'm off my games. Yeah. But, you know, in his own eye, he's a good guy. Yeah. But in Rick's eyes, he's a bad guy. And, but the thing, you flip it, like, Rick's a bad guy, and, and, they, and they do a great job of creating this. However, they do have these kind of, like, throwaway episodes where you're like, I don't care. Yeah. Get to the point. Carl. It's not, it's not my call, Carl. It's not my Carl. Call. It's not my call. Coral. Coral. Yeah. Coral. Who's Coral? Oh, Are man. we in the ocean? Anyway. All right. So It's just not one that, you know, time is, I don't have a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, I can't commit myself to catching up. And when, when, they, when, when they lose me, they lose me. I mean, it's hard for yeah. me to come back to it. Okay. Well, we're running short on time here. So let's, let's wrap it up. Let's go through some of these last few. Um, Spitfire. Doctor Strange. Man, I'm so pumped for that movie. It's gonna be. It's a long way away. I believe. Cumber uh, Patch. Cumber Cumber Patch. A Benedicto Cumber Patch. <laughs> Benedicto. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for that movie because that's. I think this is this is when Marvel uh, has an opportunity to shine. They have a lot of creative authority over being able to tell this story because very few people are familiar with Doctor Strange. Yes, I can't even say that I'm super familiar with it. But I'm excited to see them do weird, strange, spiritual, kind of like spooky. Because Marvel hasn't done that. Not yet. We've, we've done street level yeah. with you know, Marvel and Netflix. We've done you know, kind of superhero. We're, we've even done galactic outer space. Closest we've come to is uh, Avengers uh, Age of Ultron and Scarlet Witch. Because Scarlet Witch has like hex magic, witch yeah. magic. And that's a little bit. Rubbing rubbing elbows, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, I'm excited. I'm I'm very 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 excited for Doctor Strange. Yeah. Word. How do you feel about all girls Ghostbusters? Yes, one thousand percent. Sign me up. I Kevin, think Kevin all the Fage, girls are funny. It's so good. I'm. I just whole cast. Here, here's my issue. When you reboot something and when you redo something, I just want them to come with something original and funny and let. Like, I want them to do what they do that's funny already. Don't yes. try to redo, like, remake um, Bill Murray. Yeah. Like, you've got these girls. These girls are funny. Give me a fresh take. Like, give me a fresh take. Give me Bridesmaids funny. Yeah. Because Bridesmaids has me rolling. Like, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of the girls, like the girl from Saturday Night Live. Kristen Wiig. I mean, like, I just want to see them be funny. Yeah. And I think they can do that in the context of Ghostbusters. Kevin Feige tweeted, uh, uh, I think last week, uh, a, a a picture of the Ghostbusters, all, all female Ghostbusters action figures. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. I'm in, I'm into that. And in light of the like, where is Ray, the the main character of Star Wars? Like, how come she don't have? Does action she have figures? any toys yet? Very few. 
like in light of that, I love the fact that he's like, here they are. The yeah. movie's not even out yet, but like yeah. here here's the team. Yes. Yes. Now we talked about Star Wars. We had a whole episode on Star Wars. Yeah, we we've been there. We have Star Wars Rogue One coming out. Uh this is uh I don't the, know a whole lot about this. This is the one where they're talking about um uh the the team of rebels that like uh steals the plans of the death star they to destroy the death star mm-hmm. like the team that sets up to do it uh this is december of 2016 so we have a long time to go we got yeah. a, like a full year to wait yeah i am very pumped for this because the director is gareth edwards and he did the godzilla movie in 2014 hmm. the godzilla reboot mm-hmm that was good. I loved that movie. That, was, that wasn't bad. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. He makes big monster movies. The movie he did before Godzilla was called Monsters, and it was like 2010. So awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, yeah, I'm on board. Sum me up. How do you feel? Are you excited? Um, I'm very much in. Uh, like, like I said, like the new Star Wars stuff that they're doing, I'm very, very, very um, excited for. Like yeah. that last movie, they've got me locked in. So Yeah. Um, More I, stories. Yeah, I trust what they're doing. And this will be the first time there's a Star Wars story that's not a part of the uh, uh, the the main like uh, yeah. storyline. This is the expanded universe. In the film. Right? Because they haven't done like Star Wars spin-offs films. Oh, spin-off, yeah, spin-off. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah, I'm very hyped. Uh, okay, how about uh Can we talk about Gods of Egypt for a second? Man, look. Listen. <laughs> like why are you even doing this to me <laughs> i don't even, like how are you gonna make all right listen here we go internet yeah. how are you going to make a movie called gods of <laughs> egypt where everybody is white there's not one I, like there's nobody brown in in the movie yes i'm done i'm done i'm that's something i won't be going to see that is a uh that movie like and the trailer for the movie Looks awful, and it it makes you wonder like who who's on the team that greenlit this? Get them out, change your job. Yeah, <laughs> you are not qualified. It's, it's it was it just seems like a gimmicky thing to say. It's just like you might as well call it mummies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like it seems that there's no no like work put into this at all. Gods of Egypt. Let's just take God. Let's take Egypt, and let's put a freaking you know like. Take some stereotypical Egyptian imagery and let's make some monsters fight each other. Now, mummies, of course, is the 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 upcoming uh, Brendan Fraser return. Oh, right, I was unaware was of like, that. No, I'm making this up, but I want that. You want that? I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take mummies. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks like trash, and I will see it. You gonna see it? I know I will see it because I think I think we're gonna have a very good time watching and like rending that movie. I think. Go into that movie and knowing that it's going to be garbage. Okay. You know what? Here we go, internet. If I will go watch this movie with Adam just to do a one shot on it and talk about it. We have to. Okay. We missed, we missed our ability to do Jupiter Ascending, so this is the re- redemptive. Right. Yeah. Can you do your uh, Jupiter Ascending um, moment again, please? I create life. And I destroy it. <laughs> this is, He's the best. It's so Eddie Redmayne. It's so bad. He, oh, love him. Would he wears shirts that don't cover his chest. How is that a shirt? <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving yeah. on. Okay, Jungle Book. 
I don't know how, how to feel about this. From I'm the a, creator of Iron Man. No, from, from, <laughs> the, from <laughs> the creator of Iron Man. From the, from the director of Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how to feel about it. it. You know, it looks pretty spectacular. The trailer looks spectacular. Isn't the, Bill Murray being, isn't the voice of Blue? I think so. I, d- I know that he's in the lineup. I know very little. Lupita Nyong'o is in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's Idris Elba. You oh, know what? Wow. Come to, I just said Idris wow. Elba out loud, so yeah, I'm on. Wow. I'm in. I'm in. You, you, you're making a case. I'm in. You're making a case. You know, this is from the team that did Pri- Pirates of the Caribbean, and I didn't... Like, that wasn't really my... That wasn't my thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but I can get behind this. Yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. You're going to see it? I'm definitely going to go see it. Cool. Um, I think we could end off with this uh, killing joke. Yeah, this is the only one we need to talk about now. Animated killing joke. That's big. We've got Mark Hamill coming back as the Joker. Yeah. We've got Kevin Conroy coming back as Batman. Yeah. That is the voice I hear when I read the Joker. That is the voice I hear when I read Batman. Yeah. And they're coming back to do like one of the... Alan Moore killing joke. One of the, one of the biggest Batman stories. And, and like terrifying and controversial i mean like this is the creation of oracle this was mm-hmm. joker destroying barbara gordon i'm mean, like really nasty stuff canonical yeah. stuff and i think it's so right for them to do the cartoon of this like, mm-hmm. and do not do it in any other way i'm gonna tell you when it comes to the movies thus far Marvel's got it. When it comes to these animated joints... It's a different thing. DC's got it all the way. Yeah. They kill it on animated movies. Yeah. So, especially when they have those, like, when they have Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. If those two guys playing Batman and Joker, sign me up. My roommate's going back and watching Batman Beyond right now. He mm-hmm. just grabbed a bunch of episodes and he's... Those, those. Yeah. I love Batman Beyond. Like, I love Batman cartoons. I'm just, yes. I'm on board. So Killing Joke, this, this feels like, um, it's about time. Yeah. And, and the notion that they could potentially make this pretty mature and like own that. I hope so. Cause I mean, the, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Returns one and two, they did yeah. a great job and they, and it did not seem kitty no. in any kind of way. Like they did a great justice to the actual comics. Yeah. So I think like the Killing Joke is a, you know, a very dark story as well. And I think they're going to do, do well by it. And that is uh, Adam and Octavius's short list of films and television. <laughs> short list <laughs> that you should check out in 2016. Right, that was a very long short list. Oh my God, I'm, I'm trying to make time for all these things. Now, honestly, my livelihood, making money and and being able to like do work mm-hmm. is is only in service of being able to make time to watch the, right. all of these features. I got to go to work. I got the Killing Joe's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get your priorities straight. Yeah. You better get this money so you can pay for these movies. It's gonna be a big year for, for comic book stuff, and it's not gonna slow down anytime soon. What I'm really excited for are the things that aren't even on this list because we don't know about them yet. You mean for like, this year or just in general? In the well, the things that will be announced this year. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting on some announcements about maybe a Miss Marvel movie. Mm. I'm, I'm, That's supposed I'm, to be happening. That is supposed to be happening. So, I, I wanna know about those things, like some mm-hmm. of the projects that we don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Main thing coming back, probably right. John, John coming fingers. back. Cross my, cross my fingers for that one, or tentacles if you're man. Thing. Cross my like root hands or whatever. <laughs> right, whatever those yeah. are. Yeah. Um, are you going to Comic Con this year? I want to. I think we should hit that. Yeah, uh, the New York Comic Con and definitely San Diego, so we can see Killing Joke. 
Yeah, San Diego. I don't even know if we can get tickets for that, but we can look into it. We can try. See how realistic. But you I know got, New you York. You have to believe. You <laughs> you do have to believe. Yeah. So uh, let's do this pull list and let's get out of here. Uh, you know what? We should save the pull list. You didn't pick books up. I didn't. And and a major one is Secret Wars number nine. Okay. All right. So cool. We'll do it that way. So I think we need to. I think we need to just bump this back a little bit. Okay. Because Secret Wars number nine, the very last installment of Secret Wars, major Marvel event, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay. A lot. Well, I will catch up on Secret Wars. Yep. We can talk about it next week. Yep. If you are listening to this in the future, we're going to talk about Secret Wars next week. So read it between now and the next episode. And I think what we ought to do is try to uh, put it together and figure out what the hell happened and where we are. Because Secret Wars was pretty topsy-turvy. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on there, and there's a lot of things. I mean, if you're new to comics in general, there's a lot, I think, that needs to be explained as far as what's going on here. The, Even it, me, I'm like, I'm, I'm flipping back in old books from many years ago. I'm thinking like, what? When did, what? When did we talk about this? When did this happen? Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Hickman, like that's his thing. Hickman is, he, he plants seeds a yeah. long time ago. They, they take a long time to, to, to sprout. But yeah. it pays off. I think the payoff is good. All right. Well, let's shut it down for now. Yes. Um, internet findings? Yeah, yeah. You can hit me up on the internet uh, on Twitter, at Adam Teteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Uh, also the same on Instagram at Adam Tetris. Uh, you can also find the newspaper that I, I write for and create with my, my buddy, Michael Norcross. That is called the, the Dark Matter Sequential. It's all short stories and original artwork that I think you will like. Uh, you can find us online at www.darkmattersequ.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Octavius A. Newman. That's O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. This podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter and Instagram at B3A-R-F-R-U-I-T. You can also go to our website, barefruit.com. Sign up for our newsletter there. Check out the stuff that we have in our store. Um, if you like this podcast, subscribe, rate, review, share this with someone that you feel would appreciate it. Leave us five stars and a positive rating on iTunes. Um, and we look forward to continuing talking geek stuff with you guys. Hope you guys appreciate this. Hit us up with any questions you have at comicbookjunto, J-U-N-T-O, at barefruit.com. Also use hashtag comicbookjunto on Twitter so we can continue the conversation from there. Mm-hmm. All right. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. That's the perfect way to end the episode. I think so. All right, man. Until next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>